Praise the Lord. Oh, I'm blessed by the best. Mandia Yeah. 
Lord, 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 Yes, 
Dr. D.O. Gilbert. Amen. Let the church say praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, come on. Let me hear you. Let the church say praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. One more time. I say let the church say praise the Lord. Amen. Bless your holy name. And what I say is, now that you said it, you might as well do it. Come on, somebody, and praise the Lord with me. He is worthy. It could be great no sense of saying it if you ain't going to do it. Amen. Somebody, he is worthy. He is worthy of all of the glory. He's worthy of all of the honor. He's worthy of all of the thanks. He's worthy of all of the praises that we give him, all of the praises that we don't give him. He's still worthy. Because we don't give it to him doesn't mean that he's not worthy of it. Amen. Somebody, we serve a God who is worthy of all of the praise, all of the glory, all of the honor, and all of the thanks. Amen. And we praise, we honor him, and we worship him today. God is so good. Amen, somebody. We thank God, amen, for each and every one of you. Amen, one by one and name by name. Amen. In your respected places, we thank God. Amen. For Apostle Tate. Amen. Dr. Robertson. Amen, somebody. My precious wife. Amen. To each and every one of you, one by one and name by name in your respected places, we honor you. Amen. And we honor, most importantly, the God within you. Amen, somebody. For Paul said it best. Amen. The scripture summed it up real good when it said, I can do all things, amen, through Christ, amen, and, and not only that, but without him, I am nothing, amen, somebody, and I can go a step further, because in me, that is, in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing, amen, somebody, but greater is he that's on the inside of me, amen, somebody, than he that is in the world, amen, somebody, all I'm saying is that me, zero, God, 100, is that simple enough, is that plain enough, can I get a witness yes. up in this place, amen, somebody, I, I thank God, amen, for the revival, amen, somebody. I was listening to the podcast, amen, on last night, and, and I began, amen, to take in, amen, what the woman of God was, was saying and how she so eloquently broke it down, amen, about the Leviathan spirit, amen, about the Jezebel spirit. I thank God, amen, she set the foundation. She went through the history. She laid, amen, a perfect, if I can say it that way, foundation. Can I get a witness out there? Amen. Somebody, uh, to let us know, amen, the uh, Jezebel spirit, the Leviathan spirit, amen, how they operate, how to recognize them. See, see, here's the thing. If you can't recognize the enemy, how can you war against the enemy? How can you fight against the enemy if you don't know the enemy is the enemy? See, what the problem is, is that a lot of times that the enemy has blinded us, has confused that has put a veil, amen, over our eyes to get us to thinking and get us to seeing our friends as our enemies. Uh, can I get a witness up in this place? Huh? Well, what do you mean, preacher? I'm glad you asked. Huh? Because I mean you good, huh? but you looking at me like I mean you harm. Huh? Can I get a witness up in this place? Huh? And if you never believed that I mean you good, huh? you would never take anything from How many of y'all would take a meal from your enemy? Huh? How many of y'all would take something that your enemy, y'all don't hit me up in this place? Huh? I'm reminded, amen, of a Disney movie by the name of Snow White. Huh? Her stepmother, amen, Somebody gave her an apple. Somebody shot yes. But Snow White okay. saw her as a friend when she originally was an enemy to her. Can I get a witness up in this place? And if you are an enemy, you don't mean me any good. But if you are a friend, you mean me some good. But the enemy wants to come in. 
And the enemy wants to see you, to get you to see, rather, your friends as your enemies. Can I get a witness up in this place? Because if I see you as an enemy, I won't trust you. If I see you as an enemy, I won't accept you. I'll reject you every chance that I get. Can I get a witness up in this place? And a lot of times, God has some things, amen, that he's trying to get to us and he's trying to get through us. But the enemy has stepped in, has crept himself in, amen, somebody, and got us to see, amen, somebody, that that was the enemy instead of God. And now what we start doing is we rebuke it. Huh? Well, well, what do you mean, preacher? I'm glad you asked. Let me go ahead and clarify that one as well. Now, the God will tell you uh, to go ahead and sow that last dime. Uh, but the enemy will come in uh, and start throwing scriptures. Well, you know how the enemy does. Uh, and the enemy, y'all don't hit me up in this place. Uh, enemy start telling you, amen, that God would never have you, uh, amen, to be a fool. Uh, God will always have you to take care of home. And God will have you to do this and do this. And somebody shout yes up in this place. Uh, and then you start rebuking the enemy. Uh, rebuke you, Satan. Get me behind there. Somebody shot yes. When God is trying to set you up for a blessing, God is trying to set you up for a miracle. God is trying to set you up to do something in your life, but you see it as an enemy and not a friend, and you start rejecting it. Somebody shot yes up in this place. And on the vice versa, on the vice versa, can I get a witness? A lot of times we see enemies as friends. Somebody shot, yes. Because, see, understand this, it comes in as innocent enough. How many of y'all never had an enemy to creep in, but it started to be so innocent? You didn't see him as the enemy. I tell people like this, if the enemy, if the devil, if Satan, can I get a witness out there, would come in, amen, into your church, into your home, and he has, amen, right. horns and a tail, and he's red, and he has a pitchfork, and he starts breathing fire. There's no way you would welcome him in your home huh? and say, come on in and have a seat. Huh? You will rebuke him every chance you get. You will fight him every chance you get. Huh? Or you, you might run for him, but whatever it is, you're going to react to him as an enemy. Somebody shot you up in this place. Amen, somebody. But, 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 he doesn't come in that way now, does he? He comes in with a suit and tie. He comes in all clean shaven. He comes in, amen, with hips, lips, and fingertips. He comes in, amen, somebody, with, with, with a nice little skirt on. Uh, he comes in, amen, to be so innocent. Uh, amen, somebody. Uh, and that's how we get fooled, uh, because we... My God, I felt something up in this place. Uh, we perceive him as a friend. Somebody shout yes and you can. All right. And we perceive him as a friend. Watch this now. Watch this. And when he comes in, he creeps in, amen, unaware, huh? amen, because we have accepted him. We, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And I, I'm, I'm going to get to where I'm going. But the, here's the thing, right? Uh, the devil has no power other than the power that we grant him. Amen, somebody. I, I know people have preached that. They have taught that. Amen, somebody. But I don't care. Amen. Whoever says it, if an angel come down from heaven, amen, and preach it, if they different, let him be alive. The truth ain't in him. The devil has no power over the saints of God. The power that he has is the power that we give him. 
Can I get a witness up in this place? Amen. Amen, somebody. Well, you, you say, well, the enemy that. came and the, the enemy took this from me. The enemy stole this from me. And I'm, I'm going back into oh, the devil's camp and I'm going to take everything that he stole from me. Well, truth be told, I, I will let you march on to the enemy's camp. Amen, somebody. I'll praise and worship with you. I go into warfare with you. I pray with you. I intercede with you. But, but when it's all said and done, I need to let you know that he didn't steal anything from you. You gave it to him. You gave it. He has no power. He can't come in and steal nothing from you. Do you know who you are? Do you know who your daddy is? Do you know your lineage? Do you know your authority? Do you know your dominion? Do you know your power? Do you know your rights and kingdom? The enemy does not have the ability, nor does he have the power, neither does he have the right. To touch anything of a child of God without permission from Abba Father. Can I get a witness up in this place? But but what he does do, this is how he gets it. This is why we think that he stole it, because we had it, now he has it, so we think he stole it, right? This is what he does. Hmm. He can't steal it, he can't take it, but he can get us to forfeit it. I'm going to say it again. He cannot steal it, he cannot take it, but he can get us. To forfeit it. I told you, if he can get you to send your enemies as friends and friends as enemies, we will start operating as such. We operate one way to our enemies and another way to our friends. So, so if he can get our conversation to shift, amen, somebody, we will start forfeiting some blessings that God has in our life by saying things that ought not to be said. Doing things that ought not to be done. You better can I get a witness up in this place? You got and, you got. and what that does, that 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 causes what we have now to be forfeited. Because here's the thing: what I put together, let no man put asunder. Right, right, right. Who on. has the right? Who has the authority? Amen. To touch anything that God has put together. Amen. Somebody. But when God has joined you to something, when God has given you something, when God has blessed you with something, when God has made a covenant with you, watch this now. You always have the right to accept it. Or reject it. Can I get a witness up in this place? I can write you a check. Can I get a witness up in this place? And and I can put your name on it. I can sign, seal, and deliver it right into your hand. But if you don't take it out of my hand and receive it, I don't care who name on it. Y'all don't hit me up in this place. The check ain't yours. Somebody shout yes up in this place. Uh, Amen, somebody. You have to receive it. You can either receive it or you can reject it. And here's the problem. A lot of times God uh, wants to bless us with something, and God does bless us with things, and the enemy comes in and causes us to open our mouth and literally reject what God is trying to get us to receive, thus causing us to forfeit our blessing. So once we forfeit it, y'all ever play football and know anything about football? Amen. When there's a fumble, amen, somebody, y'all don't hit me up in this place. Amen. The ball is up in the air. It's up for grabs then. Whatever team grab it, you go ahead and get it and you run in your direction. Somebody shout yes. See, see, it was in your... Somebody shout yes. 
It was, yes, it, yes, was in, yes. it was it was in your hands, and you were supposed to run left with it. But the enemy made you fumble it, and then the enemy saw it up in the air. So the enemy said it's up for grabs now. Then the enemy went and got it. Now the enemy is running in his direction, and you find a God, my God, my God. So you get mad at the enemy, thinking that the enemy done did something against you when it was really you sabotaging your own self. Can I get a witness up in this place? Amen, somebody. Amen, somebody. But, 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 see, here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. We, 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 you see, it doesn't matter how the enemy got your stuff. We, we know that we messed up. We, we, see, see, we can go around blaming each other all day long. We, matter of fact, you want to blame somebody, let's go blame Eve. Amen, somebody. If you want to blame somebody, and if you want to even take it any further, we can go ahead and blame Adam. Amen, somebody. If you want to blame somebody, amen, somebody, because Adam wasn't deceived, beguiled by the serpent. It was. Eve. Uh, so we can place blame, but then Eve can say, hold on, y'all ain't finna jump me. It's too many of y'all against one of me. I'm gonna point my finger at Adam. Uh, somebody shout yeah. Because uh, Adam is the one that received the command right from the voice of God, right from the word of God, right from the hand of God himself. So we can we can play the blame game all day long. Can I get a witness up in this place? But when it's all said and done, it's enough blame to definitely go around. It's enough blame to definitely go around. Amen, somebody. So so I'm not, I'm not here to play the blame game. I'm not here to point out who's right and who's wrong and how we got into the mess. Our job is to get us out of the mess since we got ourselves into it. Somebody shout yes. And we found out that the enemy has gotten some of our stuff. Amen, somebody. And it doesn't matter how he got it. Yeah, we have fallen. Yeah, we forfeited some stuff. Yeah, we failed. Amen. Yes, we have flaws and failures. Amen, somebody. But now, collectively, we will get up and we will go get our stuff back. Amen, somebody. And matter of fact, since we go in and get some stuff, we want it seven times greater. Can I get a witness up in this place? Because you had it too long. Now I want some interest on it. Come on, somebody and shout yes. So, 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 so that leads us, that leads us, that leads us to this revival. Amen, somebody. Because we, we can go and march, amen, and talking about I'm taking some stuff back, but how are you going to do it? Do you truly know who you up against? Can I get a witness up in this place? Uh, amen. A hick of Messiah ain't going to do it. Uh, I don't care if he coming yeah. on a Honda or in a Rolls Royce. That ain't going to do it. Uh, can I get a witness up in this place? Uh, see, 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 see. Uh, I, I believe. Now, this is this is DL speaking. This is me personally speaking right here. But I believe that the most impactful, the most meaningful scripture in the entire 66 books of the Bible. Amen. And I'll even throw in the Apocrypha. The, 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 the most powerful, the most effective. This verse, amen, that I believe, amen, is in there. Huh? Can I get a witness up in this place? It's going to come, amen, by a brother named Timothy. Somebody shout, yeah, with all your getting. Nah. I need you to get some understanding. Well, well, preacher, out of all the, I mean, you got you got stuff by Jesus in there. You got God created the world. You got the crucifixion. You got the resurrection. I, I mean, come on now. You got some stuff in there, and you want to pick this little scripture right here. You better justify that. Okay, I believe I will. So watch this now. If you understand a thing, see, if I understand why you said what you said, see, I don't know what you've been through. I don't know your struggle. I don't know your history. I don't know your past. I know nothing about you. But all I know is what I heard you tell me. And what you told me, uh, going back a flashback to what somebody else told me, and now we're ready to fight. 
Oh, y'all don't hit me up in this place. Oh. But if I understood why you said what you said, if I understood what place it really came from in your heart, I, instead of ready to throw dukes and throw down, I would be ready now to throw my arms around you and say, I understand, my brother. I understand, my sister. Can I get a witness out there? Amen, somebody. See, so you can do anything if you understand it. There's a reason why we spend so much money to our lawyers, to our doctors, to our mechanics, to our uh, appliance repair people, it's because we don't understand these things. All we know is yesterday it was working, today it's not working. Let me call your number and you come and fix it. Well, why are you calling me? Simple, because you understand the problem. Somebody shout yes. And if I understand the problem, ah, now I am better equipped to know how to deal with the problem. Somebody shout yes. See, we had a lot of breakups in life, a lot of uh, divorces. We had a lot of fights. We had a lot of falling outs. We got families that still ain't speaking to each other. We got all kind of craziness because somebody had some miscommunication, some misunderstanding somewhere. Amen, somebody, where you said something or you did something and I took it the wrong way. And instead of confronting you in meekness and brotherly love, I stopped talking to you. I, I, I felt some type of way about you. I crossed you off of my list. Somebody shout yes. Can I get a witness up in this place? Amen, somebody. I, I was raised by my grandmother. And my grandmother, amen, and my grandfather had a, an unspoken pact. Amen, somebody. She she would go, amen, and he would bring her, amen, to Florida. Amen. They lived in New York, amen, and he would bring her to Florida. Can I get a witness up in here to have the children? Amen. And then he would send for her, amen, somebody, to come back, her and the children, to New York. Uh, while he's preparing, amen, somebody, uh, a, a larger space and bigger accommodations and all of this kind of stuff. And it worked well for years. But one day, it didn't work as planned. One day, he brought her here, and she had the baby, the last baby, and, 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 and he never sent for her. And she ended up living her days out in Florida. He lived up, ended up living his days out in New York. And it became a little bad blood. It became a little tension. Can I get a witness up in this place? He ended up getting remarried and starting a brand new family. She went on selling her life to here, amen, somebody, and just getting used, amen, to the Florida lifestyle, amen, and just, just raising up a new family here. Yeah. But after yeah. years went past, when they finally talked it out, they found out something. There was miscommunication. There was no love loss. There was no heart feelings. He was waiting on her to call him to say, I'm ready to come back now. But she was waiting on him to call her to say, I'm ready for you to come back. Can I get a witness up in this place? Amen, somebody. Wow. So when there is miscommunication, when there is a misunderstanding, there is misappropriation. Can I get a witness up in this place? Amen, somebody. We began to treat each other certain ways. We began to feel certain ways. Amen, somebody, about each other. Amen. We began to do each other certain ways. Can I get a witness up in this place? Amen, somebody. And, and that's all the trick of the enemy. He comes. He is the most subtle 
of any beast, of any creature, of, of any principality. He is the most subtle. He can come in and say the exact same thing that you're saying, and you think that y'all are having the same conversation, but he changed one word. And when you change one word, you can change the entire context of a conversation. You can change the conversation by changing one punctuation, whether it's a period or an exclamation point or a question mark or a comma. Somebody shout yes. See, how, in other words, watch this. How many of y'all that, that have a mate, you want to tell your mate, I love you, and you want to hear, I love you? That's an exclamation point. You don't want to hear, I love you? With a comma? Oh, no, no, something wrong then. Uh-uh, uh-uh. You, you don't want to hear, I love you with a comma, because you anxiously waiting to see what's coming up. I love you, but. No, no, you know, you'll finish that. We, we're going to find out what's going on right now. Can I get a witness up in this place? Amen, somebody. All right. It can change the entire context. Amen, somebody. And he is so subtle that we don't even realize that he has changed the entire context and thus changing the entire atmosphere. You was in love. Now the atmosphere has changed. Can I get a witness up in this place? Amen, somebody. It was a welcoming atmosphere coming into the house. Now it's a, it's a hostile atmosphere. Somebody shout yes up in this place. Amen, somebody. Yes, Lord. Ah, yes, Lord. But, 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 but you have come to a place. Amen, somebody. Where, where you say I am sick and tired of the enemy just coming in and doing what he wants to do, however that he wants to do, whenever he wants to do it, however he wants to do it to the degree that he wants to do it. I am sick and tired of the enemy just coming in and making a fool out of me, coming in and causing me to forfeit what God wants to give to me and what God wants to do through me. So when you get to a point in your life, spiritually or naturally, you begin to make a statement that says enough is enough. And then, 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 just like it is, amen, somebody in the natural. See, y'all don't understand. See, my wife came and she did a phenomenal job uh, introducing me, but that's not my first wife. Uh, amen, somebody. See, I was married before. Uh, can I get a witness out there now? Uh, amen, somebody. Look at somebody just say real life. Uh, amen, somebody. This is real life. Uh, I was married before. Uh, and, 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 uh, and I remember a period in my life uh, that I began to call up my best friend. I was living in Hollywood, and I called him up in Fort Lauderdale. I said, John, I said that piece that you got, you know what I'm talking about, that piece of steel, like Medea said. I say, I need to get that piece. Somebody shout yes. He said, wait a minute, bro, you kidding? I say, I'm dead serious. I say, she done went across the line, and it's time to take Y'all don't hit me up in this place. Somebody shout yes. So you got to understand I was ready to get locked and loaded. I was ready to pull the trigger. I already picked out my sail. I already said that I look good in sight. I already made up my mind who I wasn't going to see no more. I already got some list of people I was going to call and say goodbye to. Y'all don't hit me up in this place. 
Somebody shout yes. Look at somebody if you're near somebody and just say real life. That's it. That's it. Just say real life. 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 I know you hit the Messiah and you you know he coming on the high now. I know, but that's real life. Real life. Real life. Real life. Real life. Real life. Sometimes real life is fighting right before you pray in the spirit. Fighting right before you get in the pulpit. Sometimes real life is fighting right after you get out of church. It's just real life happens. I'm not excusing things. I'm not in condoning things or encouraging things that are ungodly and unchristlike. I'm just speaking about real life. Can I get a witness up in this place? Amen, somebody. So just like you can get to that place, everybody has a button. I heard somebody say, I ain't a killer, but don't push me. Everybody has a button. Everybody has that button that says enough is enough. I've been taking it as long as I can take it. I can't take it no more. And just like it is in the natural, it's the same way even more in the spirit. Can I get a witness up in here? Now, I'm not talking about those that are. I used to say when I was a boy, playing, teasing, shucking, and jiving. I'm not talking about those that are playing, teasing, shucking, and jiving. I'm talking about those that mean this thing from the bottom of your heart and the depths of your soul. I'm talking about those of you, amen, that are in this thing for real, for real. Somebody shout yes. Amen, somebody. You want to do right. You want to live right. You want to walk the straight and narrow path. Somebody shout yes. You just get to a place where they have pushed you too far. And that's what the enemy, amen, has done. And he, he's not so happy that he did. He done messed around in this season and pushed the people too far. Can I get a witness up in this place? Amen, somebody. And we have come, amen, to gather together to expose him. That's why I say with all that getting, getting understanding, it's one of the most important, if not the most important scripture you will ever read. Because if I understand your workings, now I know how to deal with you. Now I know how you're going to come at me. Somebody shout yes. See, we're so, here's the thing, here's the thing. We're so into studying heaven. We're so into studying kingdom. We're so into studying theology. We're so into studying the different doctrines of the world. We're so into studying, amen, eschatology and all of these things. We're so into studying. Can I get a witness up in this place? All those things that pertain to God and heaven. But watch this now. Watch this. If you only study one side, the other side can still creep up on you unaware because you are aware of the one side but unaware of the other. And you know how God works, but you don't know how the devil works. You know how God blesses, but you don't know how the devil messes. You know how God elevates, but you don't know the devil's tactics to tear you down. Somebody shout yes. But if I understand your workings, if I understand your subtleness, if I understand how you operate, if I understand your trickery, if I understand your wickedness, somebody shout yes. If I understand your strategies, if I understand your motives, now 
Now I know what defense to use. Now I know what offense to use. Uh, see, I was coming at you before with a sword. Uh, amen, somebody. Uh, when I should have been coming at you with a nine millimeter. Uh, somebody shout yes. Uh, but now I know. Uh, look at somebody if you can and say, now I know. Uh, somebody shout yes. Uh, so now we have come to a place where we say, well, let's look into this a little bit deeper and a little bit further. And we we begin to look at the Leviathan spirit, the Jezebel spirit. We begin, amen, to dive deep and deeper into the realm, amen, somebody of this wicked, amen, somebody, spirit here. Somebody shout yes. Now, I say evil and wicked spirit. I didn't say spirit with an S. Can I get a witness up in this place? Now, see, understand this. The Bible says, and I'm, I'm going to get you where I'm going. Watch it. The Bible says right here. He'll come at you one way, but he'll lead seven ways. Amen, somebody. He comes at you unified as one spirit. Oh, you don't believe me? When Jesus asked him, what is your name? He said, I am Legion. We are Legion. Legion, Legion. That's my one name. One name, Legion. Why is your one name Legion? For we are many. Somebody shout yes. But we have all come unified on one accord to come up against you. We've all come unified on one accord to possess you. We all come unified on one accord to get you to forfeit what is yours. Somebody shout yes. But you ought to look at that enemy, look at that old devil and say, when I get through with you, you're going to be so discombobulated. You're going to be so confused that you're going to leave seven different ways. You're going to be all out of your mind. Don't know where you're going. Oh, where you you're coming from this point on. Somebody shout yes. Amen, somebody. So I want to leave the topic with you, amen, before I get out of your way. It's time to throw down. Amen, somebody. It's time to throw down. Can I get a witness up in this place? Uh, those, amen, of us that haven't been saved all our life. Uh, amen. Those of us, amen, that know what a street life look like, feel like, taste like, seem like, smell like. Uh, amen, somebody. Uh, you know, amen, somebody. When somebody crossed that line, uh, when somebody, amen, came up against you the wrong way, uh, the first thing that you say now is it's time to throw down. Uh, it ain't no more talking time. There ain't no more rapping time, as we used to say. It ain't no more, amen, yapping time. It's time now to throw down. Amen, somebody. That's when the sisters would take off the earrings and come out their shoes. Somebody shout yes. Put some baby powder on their hands because it's time to throw down. That's when the brothers we would come and we would take off our good shirts. Be left with nothing but what we call a white beard. Somebody shout yes because it's time to throw down. In other words, I'm preparing for battle and I'm getting ready for war. I mean this thing. Yeah, it ain't playing time. Yeah, yeah, we was playing before. We was talking it up, yapping it up before. But right now, you cross the line. It's time to put up a shut up. Somebody say it's time to throw down. Right. So then we bring our attention to our scripture this evening. 
The Bible says in 2 Kings 9, 30, uh, 33 through 35, the Bible says, and he said, throw her down. Look at somebody and say, it's time to throw that. Throw her down. So they threw her down. And some of her blood, it was sprinkled on the wall and on the horses, and he trolled her under feet, under foot. Then the 34th verse says, and when he was coming, eating, he did eat and drink and said, go see now this cursed woman and bury her for she is a king's daughter. The 35th verse ends us up with this paragraph. It says, and they went to bury her, but they found no more of her than the skull and the feet and the palms of her hands. I want to talk to you about three things before I let you go. Amen, somebody. I want to talk to you about the casting out. I want to talk to you about the coming in. And I want to talk to you about the clearing away. I'm going to say that again. I want to talk to you about the casting out. I want to talk to you about the coming in. And I also want to talk to you about the clearing away. Look at somebody say it's time to throw down. Can we dig into it, amen, a little bit before I let you go? And the Bible says in the 33rd verse, and he said, amen, somebody, throw her down. Jehu, amen, somebody. Y'all know the story. Amen. He said, throw her down. Now, 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 here's something that we got to understand before we go in it further, because, amen, the, 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 the topic, the theme, amen, for this year, for this revival, for this season right now, is throw it out the window. I wish somebody can say it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and then you would say, well, wait wait a minute, because the Scripture says throw her down, and you say throw it out the window. And I think there might be a miscommunication. Maybe you didn't read the Scripture properly, but no, 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 no. She read the Scripture properly. <laughs> Amen, somebody. <laughs> because you've got to understand that it is the Spirit, and her, y'all don't hit me up in here, is the person. But when it's says her, you got to understand she represents it. Watch this now. I'm, I'm going to get you where I'm at. Job, the Bible gives us a perfect characteristic, amen, of Job. Amen. The Bible declares that Job was a man that, in two instances, one it says he shunned the very presence of evil, and one says that he eschewed evil. In other words, amen, they both mean the same thing, amen, that even if it looked like it didn't have to be evil, it didn't have to be wrong. But just because it looked that way, how many of y'all didn't do something just because it looked wrong? Amen, somebody. You didn't, you didn't, I I was going to give you a ride home, but my wife couldn't make it and it's just me in the car. I don't even have my kids here. I I don't want to see you. now. Listen, I will call you a lift, but you cannot get in this car. Oh, y'all don't hit me up right. in this place. Mm-hmm. Amen, somebody. Well, well, you gave mother a ride. Yeah, but mother is 86 years old. Close you 30 years old and your dress is tighter than your skin. I'm sorry I can't. Because it looks wrong. 
Somebody shout yes. Right. Amen, right. somebody. Yeah. So, so the Bible says, uh, and uh, he said, throw her down. So, so, so she represents it. So, 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 so here's the foundation that I want to lay for the rest of the entire verses. We are talking symbolically about something that represents something else. Amen, somebody. Can I get a witness up in this place? Uh, amen, somebody. So, so now that we understand that, now let's read on. Uh, the Bible says, and he said, throw her down. We're talking about the casting out. So they threw her down. Now, 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 before we go any further, I, I, I wanted to key in on this one little word, this one little pronoun, they. Amen, somebody. If you would follow up one verse earlier in the 32nd verse, we will find out who they are. The Bible asks, who is with me? Who Do I have anybody on my side? He shouted up because he saw Jezebel. He saw Jezebel, and Jezebel mm-hmm. didn't, didn't, yeah, Jezebel, see, see, her face wasn't made up. She didn't have on her rouge. She didn't have on her, her, her mascara and everything. But, but, but when, when, when she saw Jehiel pulling up, she went, and, and she went in her powder room, and she got all together to look like she's all that, to look very queenly and very monarchal. Amen, somebody. Very royal. Amen, somebody. And then she stuck her face out the window. Somebody shout yes. Oh, my God. To say, look at here, bro, you don't scare me. Somebody shout yes. But, 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 he asked a question and he says, who is with me? How many of y'all sometimes you just want to know who is with me? I'll go out on mine. I just want to know who is with me. Because everybody else, they talking about me, they lying on me, that, that. Who is with me? Raise your hand if you're with me. I don't, if you ain't with me, if you faking the folk, if you're not real, there is a door, there is the exit. By all means, let the doorknob hit you with, Lord, have mercy. Y'all can finish that one later. Somebody shout yes. I just want to know who's with me. So, 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 so then the Bible says that it was two or three. See, 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 there's no meaningless details in, uh, in the Word of God. Uh, so, 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 so when you read that it says it was two or three, you say, well, wait a minute, was it two or three? Well, well, it, well, it didn't matter whether it was two or three. Uh, why didn't it matter? Well, because the Bible already said it, whether there are two or three gathered together. Y'all don't hear me up in this place. Somebody mm-hmm. shout this. Uh, he said that he'll be in this, so all I need is two or three. Now, it didn't matter. I don't need to have the, I don't have to be like David to number the people to get an exact count. I just need two or Three. Somebody shout yes. Uh, but the Bible says, amen, and this is why that pronoun they is so important. The Bible declares that they were eunuchs. Now, if anybody would understand, amen, what a eunuch is, amen, somebody, a eunuch is somebody that I don't really profess to be. A eunuch is somebody that I would not in my right mind, if God says the same, ever sign up for. Amen, somebody. Because a eunuch, amen, somebody, has said amen and consecrated himself to be separated, amen, from all women, amen, and just dedicated himself to the service of God. A a eunuch says, here is my blessing from God. You can take a knife and you can have it. I don't need it anymore because it's just me and God. I'm going to let y'all deal with that one. Can I get a witness up in this place? So in other words, why is that so important? 
How you saying that to be nasty? Are you saying that to be yeah, rated R? No, 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 no. Let me tell you why it's so important. Because the spirit of Jezebel, the spirit of Jezebel. See, understand what Jezebel was doing. Amen, somebody. Everybody, amen, that Jezebel was getting into the ears of and getting into the minds of and getting into the hearts of and most importantly, getting into the spirits of. Amen, somebody. They had one thing in common. They were men. Can I get a witness all up in this place? Amen, somebody. And she knew, amen, how to pray. Amen. I'm not saying P-R-A-Y. I'm saying P-R-E-Y. Pray on you. Can I get a witness up in this place? Amen, somebody. But, but God will have somebody positioned somewhere that's immune to your device. Can I get a witness up in this place? See, they, they couldn't get aroused. They, they, they couldn't, they, they couldn't, they couldn't. They didn't have that feeling. Amen, somebody. Somebody shout yes. Amen. See, you got to understand this. You got to understand this. When, 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 when Jacob and Esau, amen, somebody, they came, amen, it was time for their blessing from their father. Y'all know the story, amen, somebody, Jacob, amen, Rebecca had Jacob, amen, to call me man and, and pretend that he was Esau. And what did he do? She went and she put, amen, some animal skin upon him. So, so, so when their father felt him, he said, come here, boy, let me feel you. When he felt him. He felt like Esau when it was really Jacob. Amen, somebody. Sometimes our feelings will fool us. Can I get a witness out there? I say sometimes our feelings will fool us. Can I get a witness? Somebody said, don't be fooled by feelings. Amen, somebody. Amen, somebody. So, 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 they did not have these feelings. They couldn't be fooled by a feeling. They didn't go off of what they felt. Some of us need to be spiritual eunuchs. We don't need to go off of what we feel. We need to be dead to some feelings. Amen, somebody. But the enemy can come in that way and sway us left and right. Can I get a witness up in this place? No matter how we feel, we will still declare the word of God, the word of the Lord. No matter how it looks, no matter how it seems, no matter who comes or who goes or what comes or what goes, we will still say, for God I live, for God I die. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Somebody shout yes. So they are the ones that threw her down. Yes, and some of her blood was sprinkled on the wall and on the horses, and he rode, amen, he trolled under her feet. Amen, somebody. Watch this now. The 34th verse, and we're going to go a little deeper in just a second. I'm going to let you go. But the 34th verse says, and when he was come in, Look at somebody say the coming in. When he was come in, the Bible says he did eat and he drank. Amen, somebody. When he came in and he said, go now. Very important word, a very important word, go now, amen, somebody, and go and see now this cursed woman and bury her for she is a king's daughter. Now let's look at the coming in. Amen, somebody. 
When he was come in, now after the commotion had subsided, after the spirit of Jezebel, amen, had been demolished, after everything, amen, looked like it was coming back to normal, he says, now I'm coming in and fix me something to eat and fix me something to drink. Amen, somebody, fellowship with me a little while. Let me sup with you, amen. Let's have communion, amen. Let's reason together. Can I get a witness up in this place? Now, that's very important. Amen. I'll tell you why in just a second. Amen. And then he says, go see now this cursed woman. See, see, all of this just happened, right? It just happened. He just came in. Amen. And, and he's sitting down to eat. And he, he says, now I want you to go right now. It just happened. It just happened. And go see this cursed woman. And then go ahead and bury her for she is a king's daughter. And the 35th verse says, and they went to bury her, but they found no more of her. Look at somebody and say, the clearing away. They found no more of her than the skull and the feet and the palms of her hands. Now, now let me give it to you how God gave it to me. Can I do that? Amen, somebody. So understand this right here. When we're talking about the Leviathan and Jezebel spirit, they work together. Let's, let's, get, let's get that uh, uh, first and foremost. They work together, hand in hand. Amen, somebody. We've already established it last night. We set the foundation. Now let's build from there. They work together. But the differences between the two in elementary terms, so everybody can understand, is that Leviathan manifests itself internally. You got the pride going on. That, that, that's internal. It, even when it, when it manifests with the side effects in your body, all of that stuff is internal. Amen, somebody. But Jezebel manifests herself externally. Amen, somebody. When she came to the window, everything was external. Her external beauty, the makeup, and everything external. When we talk about that controlling spirit, all of that is external. Somebody shout yes. That's why I tell you, amen, they work together. They, they come in, amen, as one single spirit, amen, somebody, because, because it just manifests itself in two different ways, one internally and one externally. So when we look at this now, when we look at the casting out, understand what God, amen, is saying. The casting out speaks of warfare. Amen, somebody. In this day and time, amen, God is calling us into a season of warfare. Amen, somebody. It's no longer, amen, games. It's no longer playing time. It's no longer, I'm going to name it and claim it. No, you got to go into some serious warfare. You got to cast some things out. Amen, somebody, from the root. Somebody shout yes up in here because we are in a season of warfare. Somebody shout yes up in this place. Amen, somebody. And that's why I want to know who's with me. Because we're in a season of warfare. See, when we were playing around, I didn't need to know who was with me. Ah, when when the enemy wasn't raging like he's raging now, I didn't need to know who was with me. When Leviathan and Jezebel wasn't rearing up their head, I didn't need to know who was with me. Because there's some things I could handle or thought I could handle on my own. Somebody shot yes. But it got real now. The stuff done hit the fan now. Now it's time to slow down. We're Casting out, uh, amen, my, 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 God, uh, spirits, 
amen, somebody, that are more powerful than the ones that we dealt with. They are more strategic than the ones that we dealt with. They, somebody shout, yes. Casting out speaks of warfare. Can we go a little deeper? And then in the 34th verse, the Bible says, and when he was come in, we're talking about the coming in. The coming in speaks of witness. The casting out speaks of warfare. The coming in speaks of witness. Well, show me, preacher. I believe I will. The Bible says, and when he was come in. See, first, before I get you there, let me tell you this right here. There are some things, amen, that you cannot come into until you cast some things out. Can I say that again? I said there are some things that you cannot come into until you first cast some things out. You don't remember, amen, when Abraham and Lot, amen, were on their journeys. God told Abraham, he said, Abram, look at here. I'm getting ready to take you into a place, amen. I'll tell you later. Just pack up and go. Abram said, I don't mind. Let me do it. But there was a problem, though, because of the guilt that he felt, because of the obligation that he felt to his brother, amen. He took Lot everywhere he went. But there were some things that he could not come into until he first separated from Lot. Because Lot represented a veil. And there are certain things, amen, that are veiling us. There are certain things that are blinding us. There are certain things that are a wall that are stopping us, that are literally preventing us from coming into our next until we first cast out our past. Can I get a witness up in here? Well, we got to cast out our present to make it our past. Somebody shout yes. So, so watch this now. The casting out must take place first because the casting out speaks of warfare. You can't come into what God wants you to come into, amen, somebody, if you are not willing to go through the warfare. If you are not willing to take it, you have no right to claim you made it. If you're not willing to go through the building process, you have no right to lay claims on the blessing process. Somebody shout yes. yes see, see, in the right season, amen, of warfare, that's the season where you are proving yourself. That's the season that, that, that you're going to get a little ugly. That's the season. See, see you want to be pretty all the time. You want good days all the time. You, you want hallelujahs, amen, and God bless you all the time. But in a season of warfare, you're going to come out your house sometime looking crazy. You're going to go to church in a pulpit sometime looking crazy. Well, preacher, what happened to your hair? I'm sorry, baby, I'm in warfare. Somebody shout, yeah, material things don't matter to me no more. All these other things, I'm in spiritual warfare. I may look crazy on the outside, but if you show me a demon, I cast him out right now. Because I'm in a season of warfare. And I can recognize the enemy. I can smell the enemy coming. The enemy don't want to see me right now. Hey. But I'm in that season of warfare. Somebody shout yes. So, 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 so once you go through the season of warfare, amen, somebody, now you're able to get to the place of witness. See, casting out speaks of warfare, but the coming in speaks of witness. Now, let me show you. The Bible says, and when he was come in, he did eat and drink. 
Amen. Somebody, see, watch this now. Sometimes, amen, God will allow you that reprieve. God will allow you that resting season. Amen, somebody. Why? Because you, let me just say it this way, you've earned it. Amen, somebody. You've been through the blood. You've been through the sweat. You've been through the tears. Amen. You've been through the pain. But you want all your good days right now. Somebody shout yes. Without going through the trouble, without going through the pain, without going through the heartache, without going through the loneliness, without going through the crying at night, without going through the separation, without going through the loneliness, without going through the, my God, you want everything, all your good days, and you want to just sweep them bad days to somebody else. Can I get a witness, somebody? Amen, somebody. But after you come through that season of warfare, amen, somebody, then, amen, then you can come in, and then you can eat, and then you can drink. And watch this now. The reason that you're eating and drinking is not to get full, not to get to, to, to say, oh, I'm having a big party, amen, somebody, but you're eating and you're drinking, amen, to get your strength back up. In other words, in other words, you have been through a season of warfare, amen, and when you go through the season of warfare, you expand all of your virtue. You expand all of your strength uh, where you have nothing left, uh, amen, somebody. You fasted until you lost 30 pounds. Uh, you prayed until that your voice, amen, is hoarse, uh, amen, somebody. You have nothing left, uh, but God says after that season, now it's time for you to come in, for you to eat, for you to drink, for, amen, somebody, for you to be refreshed, for you to be revitalized, for you to be renewed, amen, somebody, in your spirit, man. But watch this now. While this was happening, remember, remember, Jezebel was just thrown down. This just happened in one verse previous. Hear me and hear me good. And God says, I'm sorry, and, and Jehu says, and said, watch this now, go see now this cursed woman, because it just happened. I mean, it just happened like what, five minutes ago? I, I mean, it just happened. Amen, somebody. And, 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 and I want to uh, have y'all prepared to bury her for she is a king's daughter. Now, let me, let, me, let me dwell with that first. Amen, somebody, before I go, amen, to that point. Let me, let me, let me do this and then come back. He... Sometimes, amen, is like us sometimes. Can I get a witness out there? Let, let me tell you where I'm going with that. A lot of times, amen, we are so bent on doing what's right, amen, somebody, that we forget what God says. I'm going to say that again. We are bent sometimes so much on doing what's right that we forget what God says. So watch this now. There is a difference between. A good thing and a God thing. It's very simple. If I write it, it looks the same. The only thing that's missing or added is one letter, an extra O. Doing a good thing and, and doing a God thing. And watch this now. And even in the spirit, it's so why? And that's why, and, and that's why we have to be in the spirit because only the spirit can devour. I'm right between, Amen. The spirit can divide, rather, right between the bone and the marrow, right between the soul and the spirit. Right, but y'all don't hear me. Can I get a witness out there? Amen, somebody. Now, 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 I'm not a doctor, amen. I'm a doctor of theology, amen, but I'm not a medical doctor. I, I don't know, amen, where the bone and the marrow starts and how to divide. But I, I'm going, I'm going to cut. If you ask me to perform a surgery and cut between bone and marrow, something's going to get cut that wasn't supposed to get cut. 
All right. Amen, somebody. I'm a doctor of theology. I've been preaching for 25 years. Can I get a witness out there? But watch this now. If you ask me on any given Sunday to divide between the spirit and the soul, sometimes I'm going to mess that one up. Oh, I, I, I thought I was with some real people. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm, I'm right. saved all the time. I'm, I'm perfect all the time, y'all. I, I get it right all the time. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. But I, can I be real? Can I be real? Can I be real? How many of y'all ever sometimes you wasn't as prayed up last week? And I'm sorry, this week as you were last week. Last week if somebody came in there smiling, jumping, and shouting, you say, no, come here, because you're hurting inside. Well, everybody else see them smiling, jumping, and shouting, but you can call it that that hurt, and you can see it from a mile away, call it up and cast it out, right? But this Sunday, you wasn't so prayed up. This Sunday, you what? Y'all don't hear me in this place. Shout yes. Amen, somebody. This Sunday, you might see the tears from somebody, and you will call them up to give them an embrace. And that's a good thing. Amen, somebody. But that's not what they needed. Because they weren't going through a period of grief. They weren't going through a mourning. They didn't need embracing. Those were tears of joy. Amen, somebody. They needed you to, to, to hit a C-sharp on the organ so they can get a shout in. They, that's what, y'all, I'm going to leave that long. Amen, somebody. Can I get a witness? Watch this now. So, 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 that's why I say with all I get it, get understanding. It's important. If we don't understand where you at, how can we help you to get further? Because we don't even understand where you at. How, how can I help you to get to, to, to California if I don't even know where you are? I'm going to tell you to, to go, go north. But why would I tell you to go north if you're in, uh, you in New York? I need to know you in Florida. I'm going to leave that alone. Can, can I get a witness out there? Amen, somebody. So, so, so he says, go bury her, for she is a king's daughter. Now, truth be told, she was much more than that. She was a king's daughter. She was a king's wife. She was a king's mother. She, she was a queen all the way around the board. Amen, somebody. She was right. undeniably right. a queen, one way or the other. She was right. a queen. Amen, somebody. You know, sometimes, sometimes you just are who you are, spiritually, naturally, whatever way. It just is what it is. Amen, somebody. It's like marrying somebody, you got the last name, and they got the, last, the same last name. Whether y'all married, divorced, separate, whatever, but y'all still who you are. Same last name, right? Watch this down. So now, that was a sidebar. That was a sidebar. But, 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 but I said that because he meant well. He says, I came, I've done the work of the Lord, I've done what needed to be done, but I won't go overboard. I won't overstep my boundaries. Amen, somebody. I understand she's a dignitary. It doesn't matter how she, she, she carried herself. It doesn't matter all of the wickedness that she's done. It doesn't matter the spirit that she was operating in. I understand that she's still a dignitary, and I will give her a dignitary's burial. Amen, somebody. Can I get a witness? So, so that's why I say sometimes we do a good thing, but it's not always a God thing because we have not consulted God. Our hearts were in the right place. We did the thing. We meant right. We meant well, but it wasn't God. So watch this now. So now let's back up. Now let's back up. He says, go see now. Somebody say now. Go see now this cursed woman. Remember, this thing just happened, right? So, so the casting out speaks of warfare. The coming in speaks of witness. Why? Because now you have witnessed. Everything that I've just done, you, you just you just witness, amen. I've just just just, just had a cast down. I'm coming in and eating, but more importantly, you are now going to witness that she's out there. You're going to witness her remains. Can I get a witness up in this place? Amen. Somebody. 
Now watch this. And we're going to come back to it. Watch this. 35th verse. The clearing away. The casting out speaks of warfare. The coming in speaks of witness. But the clearing away speaks of two things. It speaks of wasteland, and it also speaks of wonder. Hear me and hear me good. The Bible says, and they went to bury her. They did as he said. They came out, amen, and they witnessed. But watch this. Now, when they came to bury her, they couldn't because they found no more of her. Amen, somebody. It was a clearing away. It was a clearing away, amen, of, of her remains, of, her, of, of who she was, of who we remembered her to be. There was a clearing away, amen, somebody. And nothing was left other than her skull and the feet and the palms of her hands. Amen. The casting out speaks of warfare. The coming in speaks of witness. The clearing away speaks of wasteland and wonder. Now, 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 why does it say wasteland and wonder? Let me help you out. It's a wasteland now because there's nothing to bury. I mean, it's, it's a wasteland. There's no body. There, 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 there's nothing substantial that's left. Can I get a witness up in this place? Amen, somebody. But it also speaks of wonder. Can I get a witness up in this place? Because remember, I said, go see now. It just happened, and I want you to go see it. Amen. But by the time that I said it and by the time you got out there, the dogs had eaten up her flesh. Amen. Somebody, there was nothing left. Amen. So, but for yeah. her dental records, can I get a witness up in this place? Somebody shout, look what a wonder the Lord has done. Somebody shout yes up in this place because you got to understand it was prophesied that the dogs would eat her carcass. It was prophesied that nothing else would be left. And sometimes, that's why I say it, sometimes we can be so busy thinking of a good thing that we forget the God thing. Amen, somebody. Remember, if God prophesied something, if God spoke something into your life, over your life, over your family, whatever it is, over your ministry, I don't care if it took 10, 20 years. Don't forfeit. Don't give up on it. If God said it, it's going to come to pass as long as you don't forfeit it. Somebody shout yes. Amen, somebody. So, so, so God said it was going to happen. So no matter how you killed her, no matter what you did, God's word still must come to pass. Can I get a witness up in this place? But, but, but it intrigued me, that 35th verse. It intrigued me that there was only three things that were left. Amen. Well, four things. It were five things, actually, because two feet, amen, and two hands. Amen. But, but, but three categories. Three categories. It was her skull. It was her feet. And it was her palm. I, I said it was her skull. It was her feet. And it was her palm. Let me say it again. It was her skull. It was her feet, and it was her paws. Amen, somebody. So understand this and understand it real good. There are no coincidences in the Bible. If God only left the skull, the feet, and the palms, he did it to show us something, to represent something. Amen, somebody. So we, amen, could look at this thing in a whole new light. The skull, that represents her wit. She thought she was smarter than everybody else. She thought she could outsmart everybody else and manipulate everybody else. She thought she could control everybody else. She thought that she had it over on everybody else. She thought that she could get into somebody's ear and control their very life, control their movements, control their actions, live vicariously through them and get them to perform wickedness, amen, and get the nation, amen, to change a course against God, to serve other idols. She thought that she had 
wit. So God left that skull. God said, this is what you was leaning on? I'll leave it there for you. But then, not only was the skull left, the feet were left. Both feet, not just one foot. It say feet, both feet. Just like the skull represents her wit, the feet represent her walk. Can I get a witness up in this place? Because God is providing us a very inexcusable example right there in front of us that we have no excuse. Look at here. This is what that type of walk would get you. The Bible says that the wages of sin is death. Right. Somebody shout this. Amen, somebody. Yes. Amen, somebody. So no matter how we think, amen, that we can uh, live our life, amen, because our walk speaks of our lifestyle. Amen, somebody. doesn't mean just putting one foot in front of the other. It means your lifestyle. What kind of life are you living? What kind of walk do you have? Because whatever kind of walk that you live is the same kind of walk you're going to die and the same kind of walk you're going to be raised in. Right. What do you mean, Bishop? I'm glad you asked. Let me go ahead and clarify that. If you live holy, you die holy, you be raised holy. If you live a sinner, die a sinner, you be raised a sinner. Was that simple and plain enough? Yes, sir. Somebody count yes. That's that's what that's why repentance that's why repentance is so important because repentance means a turning away. If you don't turn, you're still walking the same path. You can say what you want, but if there's no turn, you're still walking the same path. You can shout on Sunday, but if you never turn, you're still walking the same path. So he left the skull to represent her wit is what she was depending on. I'm gonna leave that and see how far they got you. Your feet is the walk that you've been living all of this time, the things and the deeds that you've been doing in this mortal body. You messed around and you brought a whole nation down. Let me leave your feet so I can show everybody. Can I get a witness up in this place? This is your end if you continue to walk this way as well. Somebody shout yes. Yes, indeed. Yes. Yeah. Somebody say what a wonder. But watch this now. He didn't just leave the skull and the feet. He left the palms of her hands. Well, preacher, what does the palm of the hands have to do with anything? I'm glad you asked. Let me go ahead and tell you that. The skull represents her wit. Her feet represents her walk. But the palms represent her work. Can I get a witness up in this place? You work with your hands. Amen, somebody. So, so the skull represents her wit, but the, the, the feet represent her walk, but the palm of her hand, the palm represents her work. Amen, somebody. God says that now let me show everybody not just where your walk got you, not just where your wit got you, but where your works got you. Somebody shout yes. Amen, somebody. These are your works. This is your doing. You had an opportunity to change your life. You had an opportunity to repent. You had an opportunity to get it better. Amen, somebody. But you wouldn't cast out that spirit. You never came to the place where you were able to come into the new. Amen, somebody. So now when I come on the day of harvest, there will be a clearing away. Somebody shout yes. And even your very mess, I wouldn't even allow you a dignified funeral as a queen. I will strip you of everything that you thought was a crutch to you. Everything that you thought that you were better than somebody. Well, I will 
strip it from you, and I will leave the remnant uh, to say this is what you thought got you somewhere. Hmm. It's time to throw down. Yes, indeed. It's time to throw down. It ain't, it ain't time to play no more. God means business. Amen, somebody. And if we get into the place where we allow that Leviathan, that Jezebel spirit to work internally or externally through us, if we get to that place of pride, if we get to that place, amen, of having a controlling and manipulating spirit, if we get to that place where our heart is no longer pure, if we get to that place, amen, somebody, where we are no longer, amen, having a clean heart, amen, a purified mind to run on with Christ, if we get to that place, God says this will be your end. Yeah, because it first starts in my house. It first starts with my people. It first starts with my children. Now, amen, somebody. This was just an example of anybody who goes this way. Now, somebody shout yes. But just say, Lord, Lord, I prophesied in your name. He says, get thee behind me. Get on over there. I knew you not. Somebody shout yes. It doesn't just go for the sinner. It goes for the saint. Somebody shout yes. Right. What God says that their first must be a casting out, and then you can now come in into that place. Somebody shout yes, where everybody will see, everybody will call you blessed, everybody will know what you've been through, everybody will know you deserve this place, you deserve this platform, you deserve this elevation, you deserve this walk, you deserve this ground. Somebody shout yes. Oh my God. But then watch this now, and I'm going to let you go. This is where I wanted to get you up and let you go. So, 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 after the casting out, after the coming in, there was a clearing away. But watch this now. Something, amen, miraculous, amen, there was a wonder. Something miraculous happened, amen, amen. When he says, go see now this cursed woman, understand this, and this is where I'm going to end. Listen real good. Listen real, real good. He says, go see now. Remember, this had just happened. This has just happened. And in the moment, in the twinkling of an eye, if I can say it that way, amen, somebody, God had his attack dogs. That's what the word dogs, amen, mean in the original Hebrew, attack dogs. That's what those dogs were, amen. It wasn't just the dogs, amen, that Job encountered that licked, amen, his wounds, amen, and their saliva, amen, helped to heal him a little faster, amen. These were attack dogs, amen, somebody. So God had his attack dogs, amen, already waiting, amen, and in a split moment, but from the time that he came in there and started eating and drinking to the time that they came out, which was all just a matter of minutes, the dogs, amen, had eaten her, and there was nothing left but the skull, the feet, and the palms. It does not take God all day. To do anything. That's what I need you to understand. Amen, somebody. You don't have to be afraid to go into warfare. Look at the enemy and say, it's time to throw down because I got my big brother on the side of me. I got my father up in heaven looking down on me. I got 
some attack dogs uh, that's just waiting to eat you up. Uh, so I don't care uh, how you come at me. Uh, all I know uh, is how you going to leave. Uh, you going to leave confused. Uh, you going to leave confounded. Uh, you going to leave in disarray uh, if you come up against me uh, in this season. Because uh, it's just not an ordinary season. Uh, it's a season of warfare. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, everyone uh-huh. is going to see uh-huh. after I've uh-huh. come through this season, God will have some witnesses in place that will see what I've been through, how quick that uh, you brought me out of it. Uh, and they will also see a man. Uh, watch this now. Uh, remember, they went to bury her, but they found no more of her. Just to scroll the feet of the land, but no more of her. In other words, uh, when God delivers you, see, this is the purpose, the important, rather, of being that, that casting out place, uh, that place of warfare. Uh, amen, somebody. Because when the spirit is truly cast out of you, uh, that spirit, amen, is no more. You can send people as a witness to go and look at your past, but it's there no more. You can send people to back my God to go look at where you came from, but you are there no more. There's no more evidence of it. Have you ever tried to get people to hear you and believe that you was a cusser, believe that you was a fighter, believe that you was a drinker, believe that you was a liar? They look at you and say, ain't no way. You couldn't have been those things, uh, because I don't see it on you. Uh, you're just like the Hebrew boys. Uh, you went through the fire, uh, but the smell is not on you. Uh, no sanding is on you. Uh, no ash is on you. Uh, Shove your ass in the play, my God. Mm-hmm. My, 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 my God. All I came to say is it's time to throw down. That's all. That's all. That's all. That's all. That's all. That's all. I just came to say it's time. To throw down. God bless you. You pray my strength in the Lord, and I will pray yours as well. Uh, hallelujah. Dr. Robertson, God bless you. Amen. On tonight, amen. Hallelujah. On tonight, amen. We got to pray. Amen. Come up closer, brother. We can barely hear you. Tonight, you're going to open up the floor tonight to release an empowerment on, uh, on Bishop. Yeah, Gilbert on tonight, and he's the prophet. He was the prophet of the house. He was a walking prophet on tonight. And we thank God for what he is doing in this season for the lives of his people. So I want, I'm opening up the lines right now, and I'm putting a comment on, on live media so everybody can hear. Amen. The floor is not open for comments. We are live. So leave your, go ahead and, and leave that empowerment on tonight, and then we're going to go ahead and make the announcement, pray, and seal this, seal this over Bishop on tonight because he needs his virtual throw back into him tonight. So I'm the floor, the floor is now open on tonight. God bless you. Grace and peace, blessings and honor. I was truly blessed by the man of God. Amen. Especially when he expounded on casting it out. Amen that we are in a warfare, bless God, and people have to learn to depend on the persons of the Lord Jesus Christ and not the religion. We have to get back to the old landmark. A lot of stuff choked has been choked out of the church. 
Anytime the pastors and the leaders start having a wife and a girlfriend, the wife and the boyfriend, something was choking it out. Anytime, amen, uh, uh, ministers can only pray for people for some money, something is being choked out. We have to learn how to really care and love and start having a controlling spirit in the house of God. I'm not above rebuke. I don't care who it is. A child can correct me if I'm wrong, and I will humble myself down to the truth. But Jesus said, I am the way, the truth. So truth is a person, not just something that we tell. And the man of God had responded so eloquently about the coming in, the casting out, (laughs) and the clearing up. (laughs) I haven't heard it put that way before, but that was right on time. Man of God, I hope God just bless you with seating abundantly above all of them which you can ask or think. Be encouraged, my brother. I support you 100% in ministry. I can listen to you. I can hear you in my spirit because I don't eat off everybody's table. And I was so happy that I was fed because I'm always putting out. And just to kick back and just shut up and eat, it felt so good. I had a great meal in the Lord by the words that you have spoken today, and I'm so humbled. Thank you so much, sir, for allowing God to use you in the way in which you did, in Jesus' name. Back into your hands, woman of God. Bless the Lord, bless the Lord. I give honor and glory to each and every one on the line tonight, uh, Apostle Tate, uh, Dr. Robertson, Dr. Gilbert, and all those that are listening. Around the world, I am just truly elated. This is Dr. Bryant uh, on how God is laying this thing out. Uh, It's so many things that you said tonight, sir, that open up things that people were not focusing on before. They're so busy, the Jezebel spirit, the Leviathan spirit, but they didn't understand who this enemy was. They didn't understand who Jezebel was, even before things took place. They didn't even understand why the skull, why those three body parts, the palm of her hands, they didn't even understand that. But you open up some things tonight that will bring clarity and deliverance to the lives of God's people, starting with the what I honor the Lord for you tonight. Hallelujah. We are definitely in a different season. God is, you you know, my thought has always been God shouldn't have to look for us. (laughs) We should be in place. We should be. There you go. We should be in place with an understanding, sir. Like you said, in all your getting, don't just be doing church. Don't be religious. Don't be doing the uh, the fivefold. You can't just do this. You have to have an understanding. You gotta know who you fighting because the enemy looking like Paul I know and Peter I know, but who are you and where the heck did you come from? Glory to God. So I honor God for you tonight, hallelujah, for making it plain, for bringing reality into reality. Uh, we can't be so spiritually minded that we know earthly good. Hallelujah. We Amen. all have been through things. We have had a past. We all have a, a road to Damascus. We all have a way that God is allowing us to go. But we can't be so, as the Jamaicans would say, big up ourselves to the point where we don't think that that we think we're above the law. We're not above it. 
<laughs> there is a way that we can write to man, but the end result, hallelujah. So I honor God for you tonight. I pray God's strength and his blessing over you and your wife, your family, and your ministry tonight. I thank God for everything he spoke to you tonight. And I know that there's greater, greater, greater coming your way, hallelujah, for you yielding yourself to the spirit of God and saying what thus said the Lord, hallelujah, along with what God has given you, hallelujah, and not sparing the rod, as they would say with the children, and spur the child, you know, but giving it just the way it came out. So I honor God for you tonight. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I just love it to hear a man or woman of God that will actually speak what God says and not worrying about what hmm. someone thinks or what someone says. Hallelujah. I don't care if it's one in front of you. If God gave it, when he gives you clarity on it, speak that thing. Oh, no man, nothing but to love. Oh, no man, nothing but to love and give God what's due him, all the glory, all the praise, and all the honor. Because he will use whomever he may. And if he wants to use a donkey, he can use a donkey, whoever he wants to use. So I give God praise to you. Yes, indeed. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Anybody else on tonight? The floor is not open. Amen. Because we're getting ready to seal this prayer for a powerful impartation on tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, nobody will say nothing. I'm going to say something else. I was waiting for somebody to catch what he said. Um, There's a a right thing, and then there's a a good thing, and then there's a God thing. That reminds me of Mary and Martha. Mary was sitting at Jesus' feet while Jesus was serving the spiritual meal of today, and Martha was around cleaning, cooking. Yes. And, and 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 cooking that fish, some fried chicken, some greens, Jiffy cornbread, you know what we eat today. And um, she got all upset and went to Jesus. Jesus tell Mary to heaven. She sent me in here cooking these collard greens and, and these and this cornbread and frying up this fish and chicken. Nobody said that mm-hmm. they was hungry. Hey, she was doing a good thing, but she wasn't doing the right thing. Right. She said, no, she chose the better part. She was doing a good thing. Sometimes we can even do ministry, and ministry not the right thing to do. Yes, sir. We need to be ministered unto. We put out so much that some preachers don't know how to sit down and just be fed. That's why I was so happy. Come on now. That's why I was so happy that I could just sit down and eat off someone else's table tonight. I don't eat off everybody's table. Amen. Say that. <laughs> you know, you'll be doing a good thing, but is it the right thing? Amen. Even if it's ministry, is it, a, is it a season for you to minister or is it a season for you to sit down and be ministered unto? Not that you sin. But you need to be gassed up because faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We need to hear some stuff too. Now, now I was hoping somebody was catching. I kick back sometimes and don't say some things and just keep it simple and shut up and just listen. Right. But when he said that, I said, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got to learn how to keep it simple. 
we're so deep in being theological that we forget to keep it simple. Like Second uh, Corinthians, the eleventh chapter, it talks about the simplicity which is in Christ. We don't need to throw a lot of Greek words when a lot of folks don't even understand Greek. You don't need to throw around a lot of Hebrew words when a whole lot of people don't understand Hebrew. Just give them the meaning. Keep it simple where they can understand it and retain more so they can walk this life of Christ out. Keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Then we don't have to worry about the Leviathan spirit. Keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Yes, if the Bible says, thou shalt not steal, simply don't steal. Don't covet, then don't covet. Don't commit adultery, then just don't do it. Keep it simple. Don't commit idolatry, then don't, just don't worship other gods. No other graven images. Even if they're people. Some, some of us make us, uh, 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 the leaders of the body of Christ, they're idols. I'm not your idol. Don't right. worship me. Don't worship the other preachers. Don't run to us first. Run to Jesus first and let Jesus lead you to who to prophesy into your spirit. Yes, sir. Run to him first and all that ways acknowledge him. He will direct your path. Yes, sir. We go by the name of a person and run to every prophetical line with itchy ears. Take mm. two Benadryl <laughs> tablets and... <laughs> Take two Benadryl tablets and two, and give you some bitter drill crema. Rub the cream on your ears and take them two tablets because many of us have itchy ears. And maybe it'll just work from the inside out and the outside in. They help those itchy ears. Mm-mm-mm. But it's time for us to really, really to do that God thing, he said. That God thing. Not religion. Because one thing I learned about the high priests, the scribes, and the Pharisees, they were theologians of divinity and theology. Another doctor's mm-hmm. degree, too. So what? Been preaching about 40 some odd years now. So what? Right. That don't mean a thing right. of, of having a doctor's exactly. degree in theology without having a doctor's degree in neology. I have to be able to get on these knees and lay prostrate before God and get an under, what do you say? An understanding. Because information is taught, but revelation has to be caught. Some of us are full of information about the Bible. We can quote all the scriptures in the world, but don't have a revelation of who Jesus is. Father, and this is where religion is it. We can whoop, but don't know who Jesus is. We can, like you say, he can mahaka, but don't know who Jesus is. We have a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. And that's how Jezebel, that controlling spirit, takes over. Mm-hmm. That's how King Ahab said, yes, dear, you go and do what you want to do. And that be in his position. Mm-hmm. Man of God, again, thank you. You brought so many pointers, but I was waiting for others to bring some of the pointers out. But, you know... Mm-hmm. Others, uh, you know, got quiet as church mice. Maybe you stepped on some good toes, and I'm glad you did in the name of Jesus because uh, two or three of them stepped on mine. So I'm not afraid to say it either. Yes, sir. Amen. Yes, indeed. Give me food for thought. So, mm, I didn't see it that way. Mm, I didn't see it that way. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. So thank you, man of God, once again. And may the Lord bless you exceeding abundantly above all them which you can ask or think. In the name and by the blood of Christ Jesus, I pray.
Amen. Back into your hand, Apostle Erica, daughter. Amen. 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 We thank everybody for tuning in. Tuning in. Amen. Amen. Tonight. Here on our Prophetic Share Podcast Network and our PHN Radio uh, Broadcast Network. Amen. We're the sister, we're the sister uh, company's uh, station of RTHN, which is under our Honorable Chief Apostle Rotten Tate out of Lithonia, Georgia. Amen. We give honor to you, man, uh, man of God. Amen. For coming and supporting the daughter and supporting the ministry itself. And I thank God for Royal Puss Priesthood in the house. Amen. NRG Church in the house. Amen. Amen. We thank God. ELI Prophetic Trib. Y'all represent. Amen. In the house. And we just give God (laughs) glory. My God. You know, we got to, you know how that is. This is how we roll. Amen. I see a a name out there and I do recognize Evangelist the Clinton. Uh oh. How you doing, Ma? God bless you on tonight. God bless you. Amen. Dr. Brown, you are a phenomenal woman. I love her so much. That's my heart, y'all. Amen. Prophetess Lane, thank you for supporting. Amen. And being, amen, the impartation that took place, the power of God fell on last night. Oh, my God, it was awesome. It fell on last night. And I'll tell you, amen, Dr. Yeo, you took it up to another level. Amen. And we thank God for that. Amen. I think what it is is that, and I know, what it is, is that people are not willing to hear the, uh, the adulterated word of God because people spend too much time sugarcoating stuff. They sugarcoat everything. They don't want to teach from the book of Revelation. They want to teach whatever, pick whatever book of the Bible they want to teach or preach, but they don't want to, they don't want to teach everything. Everything is included. Amen. And, and we thank God because, the, because of the exposure uh, exposure of the Leviathan spirit, which is an unteachable spirit, which is stubborn, their pride, and their self-religious and self-pious. Mm. And, and, and then you have the controlling of, 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 of people that are just controlling and just think, I'm going to do it my way. But this is not Burger King has it your Hello. way. This is God's church. This is not my church, your church, my ministry, your ministry, my radio broadcast, your pot. No, this is God. We are the head coaches. We are not, we are specialty coaches among the body of Christ. So when we get to the point in our head that we are the member, all our members of the body of Christ, we all connected to each other. We all got a functional office that we're working in. We all working among the body of Christ. Then it won't be then, like you said, when you, when Chief Apostle said, keep it simple, keep it simple, you wouldn't have to worry about, worry about Dealing with the Jezebel, if everybody just humble themselves, it has nothing to do with your office. We should always be in the position that willing to be taught. Because if the disciples laid at Jesus' feet, why can we not continue to lay at Jesus' feet? Doesn't matter how big we are or how elevated elevate us, we got to continue to humble ourselves, stop being religious, stop being pious, stop being, oh, nobody can't teach me worth a dog. I got all these degrees, and the degrees ain't got nothing to do with that, honey. You got to have the Holy Ghost. Because if you're not careful and you do certain things and you listen to certain things, certain things, guess what? If your mind ain't right and it's not, and you're not studying and show that self-approval, what's going to happen? Amen. All that stuff, all that other garbage is going to get inside your head. Yes, amen. Hallelujah. So we have to learn how to stop having these controlling spirits. And y'all already know we just keep it real up in here at ELR. We keep it real on PHN. 
We they keep yeah, it real in, in our D church, they keep it real. And see God is is and, and they keeping it real. They're keeping it real because of the fact is time out for pity party, time out for foolishness. It's time for the church to get back in line. And that's the reason why other revival. It's not just reviving un uh, uh, uh recycled folks. No, church folks. No, it's reci- it's also reviving the people that really don't understand what they're looking at. The Bible says, uh, examinate yourself. You don't know sometimes you can be walking around with a controlling spirit and not realizing you're doing it? You don't know. Oh, oh I, I know that. I know that. I know that. I know this. I know that. You know all of that, but nobody can't teach you nothing because you got such a big head. I'm just being real. And say the bigger you are, the harder you fall. The bigger you up in the air, the bigger you get kicked down and dropped down. And that's how it is. And if they said it in a secular place, the bigger you are, the harder fight. What do you think when you happen in 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 Christianity? The bigger high up that you got, and you got so big headed to you can't nobody can't tell you nothing. When you fall, it's gonna hurt. Yes, indeed. And he said, that's what he said, right? A hard head makes a soft push. How about that? Yeah, and some people yeah. still ain't got it yet. They ain't got it in this, and I mean, I make sure I didn't miss a couple of Sunday school lessons on that one. And I, I, that, that's mommy, mommyology, obsessed times right. of the peace. And sometimes we got to get chastised in our own, like you said. If we get rebuked, everybody is not, is not, is not eliminated from being rebuked. Nobody is not exactly. exempt from any problems or any situations. Nobody exempt from persecution. None of that stuff. So you got to be willing to be in the fight in the trenches and understand. In order for you to understand the enemy, to understand them, you got to walk, you got to understand the path of them. And the only way you're gonna do that is to study them. And that's where that's that's where that's where when Rocky Balboa, when he began to study the adversary, and he already knows. So well, you know what? People looking at him, why you letting him bust your side of head? Why you let him do that and let you do that? But what do you think Rocky was doing? Rocky was uh, allowing, allowing the Negro to lay him out. Lay him out so he didn't walk out. Sometimes he allowed the enemy to lay us out. And to the point, oh, I'm, I'm wore out now. And then what did he do? He he, he put that left hand hook whoop, and knocked him out. That's the same way. We have to be, when you're like a boxer, you post, you pass, you're posting yourself. You're pacing yourself. There's a certain way that you move. Like a wrestler, it's a certain way you manipulate. Same thing we're fighting in the king. It's the same way we got to, we got to understand what we're up against. And if we don't make this correction now when Christ comes back, let me tell you something. Y'all, listen, hell is the largest in, in territory, and it ain't just, you know, it's us. You know, so we, we definitely thank God for that. Uh, Apostle Paul, I see you on the line. You, you are able to say anything? <laughs> well, I came in late, but the little bit that I did here was very, very edifying and uplifting. And, yes, uh, uh, the, I picked up on that uh, sometimes the good things take you away from the God thing. And, uh, but, yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been enjoying, <laughs> Apostle Erica, I've been enjoying listening to you as well. Man, you've got a platform there. You're getting up. <laughs> That's good word. 
and, and upload, because this will be up for repeat to replay it on the ELR, Prophetic Shift website. Yes, Wilson. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, indeed. I'm going to mute myself, then I'll be out. Release from the because there's an anointing 
as he is, the anointing as a teacher. As a most of all, he's anointed as a husband. Come up to his wife, and we thank you. We thank you on tonight. Yes, and the Father of the truth, we thank you on tonight. Father, he is an honorable man, oh God. And we thank you for resting on them tonight, oh God. Resting on my nephew on tonight in the name of Jesus. We send forth a healing book to the cloak of his body right now. And we humble those so-called abashes. We curse every form of generational curse that come against his body and sick of him. We curse it in the right now. We touch in the crown of bringing against his blood disorder. Hamza Boshanda. You begin to move her in the behalf in the household, oh. in the name of Jesus. You call for people to come in the church body, huh? they're cleaving, to be obedient and line up the witness. Mm. I'm their pastor is speaking, with the bishop is speaking, yes, with the prophet is speaking. Come that they got to be in place to support. Come to their head coach in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you on tonight, oh God. As you begin to ah, release more finances into the system, into the house, oh God, through the record label, through the ministry, in their personal manner, anyone is writing, oh God. Come to them, and you begin to produce more books, and, and people begin to utilize right, his books right now that are on major networks. Father, we thank you. For the gift that you have given, come that is using only for the body of Christ. We thank you, oh God. Cover his family. Cover him, oh God. Cover his children. Cover his wife. Cover the ministry in the name of Jesus. Come the level. Set forth your protection around them. Come the level. So Father, there may anything that come against it, we bind it up and we release it and send it back to the pits of hell. From which it came. We come from every form of destruction. We prophesy to the north, the south, the east, the west, uh, that everything of every direction begins to line up, uh, line upon line, and precept upon precept. Yes, we thank you, O oh God, for releasing your anointing on this life, O oh God. Alhamdulillah, he didn't have to come up, but because he knew what his assignment was, O oh God. We think what Alhamdulillah, we touch in the solemn agreement, and the people that are surrounding them, not to be looked at at tradition, but they got to look in the Holy Ghost that is in him. They got to look in the Holy Ghost because Hamdalabalos in a higher level in God, Hamdalabos, that he's taking you to Hamdalabasadia, he's taking you to another level, he's taking you to the Apostolic, he's taking you Hamdalabos to Yes, it is. Speak it right now. Father, we thank you on tonight. We thank you for releasing your dreams and your shit. We just thank you for releasing your anointing on them. And that's as we get to rest. And each and every one of them, everyone that is resting on today, that is in this line, that is missing live, that is missing on Anchor, that is missing on Spotify, that is missing on Google Podcasts right now, work on radio, radio public that are listening right now as we speak, Periscope TV, YouTube, whatever, and they are afraid to leave a comment. Alhamdulillah, a prayer request, because I guarantee you won't get delivered. God just speaks out. Hallelujah, and you will be a changed person. Alhamdulillah, because why? We made up in our 
mind to lock and load and pull the trigger and release. Come in the atmosphere. And Father, as we release on tonight, tune in tomorrow night high on ELR Prophetic Trip with the Honorable Chief Apostle Rodney Tate will close us out on tomorrow night. May the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit continue to rest in the body and extend it forevermore until we meet again. God bless you and have a blessed night. Amen. Good night, y'all. Thank you, God. 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 Th